Omis, welcome back to a News of the Week. It is Friday, the 4th of February. I'm joined today by Psych Guy, and we're bringing you everything that's happened within the Olympus ecosystem this past week. How are you going, Psych? I'm doing great. I'm very, very happy to have you here with me right now, Drop. I feel really, really happy that I'm doing this with you. I'm really excited. It's exciting, one, to be doing it with you, and two, to be back amongst everything and running everyone through the news. So what better way than to kind of kick things off with the editorial. The yearbook, how crazy. I mean, you can touch on this a lot, so like kind of like trying to chase around all the OG Omis and the Dow contributors for like their quotes for the year. And mind you, the yearbook came out just in time for Chinese New Year. And yeah, it's just like this wonderful picture of everyone who's one, been in and around the Olympus ecosystem for a long time, and also everyone who's been like contributing in and around the Dow. Yeah, I mean, the legendary versions are all sold out, but for 0.1 ETH, you can mint the rare one and 0.01 ETH gets you the common NFT drop. And I think that this yearbook in totality kind of reflects the amount of work that gets done behind uh, the Olympus doors. The community works super hard at it. And I'm really glad how it turned out. And I saw a lot of people just simply screenshotting their particular bits and posting them on Twitter. So that's really humbling. I'm really happy that the Olympus ecosystem received it well. Oh, 100%. We've got to, we've got to see more of those on Twitter. If you had a card made for you, we need to see them on Twitter. What are you doing? But I'm actually going to read the editorial because it's written so beautifully by Mark. It was just a moment ago that there was nothing and our culture of cooperation was yet to bloom. It was just a moment ago that the day had come and Zeus thundered the words of William Wallace. It was just a moment ago that our proud fellowship of the bravest hearts pressed off to weather the tempest and seek the stars. Now we shall not shrink or fade, each trial makes us stronger, and until all are gone or won, we say 3-3. Three, three. Amazing. I just think that Mark has such a beautiful gift of creative writing and it always blows me away that no matter, you know, even though we all try very hard to make dispatch work, it's always the editorial that steals the spotlight. It's so beautifully written. I know, Mark, uh, taking us back to the days of Agora Aloud, the first ever audio version of the dispatch. We need to, we need to do a, one of those for the, the one year anniversary of the podcast, I think. Next up, do you want to take this one away, Psych? Yeah, I mean, we have the funds are not Sifu meme. <laughs> of course, uh, it's the elephant in the room. It's something we all should talk about. And we are not, of course, talking about this drop just because we want to look down upon the frogs. I mean, Don and I already mentioned, Wartel already mentioned, and pretty much everyone who is closely associated with the Olympus has already mentioned how much love and how much support we have for Frog Nation and the people who have, uh, you know, gone through liquidation. But this shady behavior needs to be called out that, you know, one of the founders literally is an accused criminal. And I think this just gets DeFi a bad drip and this just gives regulators the ability to kind of paint us all in a bad picture, paint us all in a picture that is not even remotely true because you and I are both aware of the kind of people that work really, really hard to make this work. And then, you know, one bad thing like this happens, one bad news comes out and the entire world just focuses on that. And we just feel that that's not how things are supposed to be. No, 100%. It was really sad because I, I mean, I, at some point I don't like Twitter drama or, you know, I don't like calling out 
people or things unless it's really needed. But, you know, I, at some point, it maybe like a couple of weeks ago, I felt the, I was like really upset about the fact that people were being, you know, gaslighted in the Wonderland situation. And it was just like trying to like bring forward things that were completely being fudged or lied about or, you know, the fact that this was backing that and it wasn't, you know, those, those things frustrate to kind of witness because you know that people are going to lose money at some point. So this was just like a real somber moment to, you know, witness. And like you said, it's like it's not, it's a net negative for the space and, you know, off to tornado cash and spinning up a new identity sooner rather than later. It's bad stuff. There's, I think crypto is just like the kind of like complete polar opposites kind of brought together at, at some points in time where it's like you've got the super idealists, people who feel like through crypto, through blockchain, you can change things for the better. And then you have people who, you know, take the other side of the spectrum and completely abuse the parts that the idealists hold sacred. And because there's no regulations and no restrictions, you have this weird back and forth. Um, and I think, you know, uh, we can get to it later in the uh, news of the week, but there's like a, another big hack that happened recently, which we'll talk about. But yeah, there's just like all, all, there's like so many. Um, it's just the wild west out here, really. Up next, we had an update on building the economy. The I don't know how to say it without sounding weird, but nobody, you know, gets it right. Economy. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of it's awkward to say, but essentially, it's kind of this is off the back of the the 12-step plan, which we will actually link for you as well in the podcast in case you haven't read that, but it's kind of just off the back of the 12-step the plan and it kind of just emphasizes how, you know, the goals for this year are to kind of preserve homes, purchasing power, build on reserve, liquidity and utility, kind of in DeFi and, and potentially bridging the gap between DeFi and TradFi and, and then also like growing partners, incubates, and then kind of getting our grant system up and running. So exciting stuff in the pipeline. I know incubator and grants, grants are getting really close to launching, incubator always working, doing their DD on projects like, you know, a big, it's, it's like a 1% thing that, that projects kind of come through the incubator and, and actually get that full suite of ohm, that kind of ohm service. So, you know, it's not one of those things where we're just going to pick random protocols and hope for the best. It's like a lot of work going on behind the scenes. Thanks for that drop. Of course, we are going to be focusing on building the economy and I am pretty sure that everybody in the DAO is working double time to make that happen. Next, we have the Curvance seed round. So drop Curvance is basically like a protocol where you can deposit your unlock, you know, basically it unlocks lab wrapped tokens. So if you have like CVX, CRV tokens from uh, convex finance for example then you simply deposit them into curvance and the curvance protocol routes these uh, deposited tokens back to the original convex pool and now these tokens they earn interest and the user can basically issue loans against these tokens as collaterals and they're trying to partner up with olympus and the kind of conditions they've put forward are the similar that they've put forward for frax finance and reducted cartel so the terms can be you know like a 250k allocation and all of this has to be of course paid in ohm plus one year vest so you know omis if you want to have your voice heard of course you should definitely check out the dispatch you should definitely keep checking out on forums for latest news latest oips all of them are really really great yeah that's an exciting one the curve 
ecosystem is like trying to basically take like kind of realize that like there is just straight up power in money and like how can we democratize the fact that that'll always be the fact in some facet it's like plutocracy exists so how do we like democratize that in a sense and it's really interesting there's like all these like derivatives now and like all these like really you know creative ways of like unlocking the underlying capital so yeah definitely as like said that's still in the forum so definitely go check that out i'm sure you'll hear some more on that soon we had a new tier for the bug bounty og omi uh steve proposed an additional add-on to the existing bug bounty program that's kind of that we we work to spin up with uh, immunify so steve's kind of proposal is to add like a another tier t3 you know and bugs in this kind of category would receive like a flat reward of 33k 333 dollars and what are these ones for specifically I mean, these are basically for the kind of bugs that lead to incorrect rebasing amounts. And what happened was that basically there was a submission like that already. So the OIP 77 basically introduces tier three and then also it allows for Olympus to properly compensate the original submission that was made that actually inspired OIP 77. So yeah, it was not previously covered in any bug bounties and that is why it has been introduced. And uh, next up, we have the new video of Jesse Eckel. Jesse, for those people who do not know, was kind of like the person that uh, led a lot of people from YouTube to check out Olympus DAO. So basically, he tried out Olympus DAO back when the APY was like crazy high. And then literally, there was like a lot of FUD going around for Olympus. So Jesse basically made a video explaining how Olympus is, of course, duh, not finished. No surprises, hair drop. But on top of it, it's it's really geared towards a normal person who is on the fence about staying in Omi or becoming an Omi at this time of the year. And maybe, you know, because you and I, we know you know no particular facets of olympus we always take the information for granted sometimes but jesse basically offers like a fresh perspective an outsider perspective and explains why it's a good idea to stay up and to stay associated with ohm yeah i mean i personally haven't seen it quite yet but i will definitely be going to watch it but do you know what's crazy psych is like even though that you know uh, you and i might have a good understanding of the Olympus mechanics, it still doesn't hurt to go and consolidate info because it's just like things are going at 100 miles an hour. A new video that offers a different perspective can also add to your repertoire of understanding. So I'd encourage all OMIs who feel like they understand Olympus to a high degree to, to kind of continue looking for resources out there because there's always interesting things to draw upon to, to better consolidate your knowledge. Awesome. Then we, of course, have the Jones Dow Partnership and you know like jones dow basically pulled off a great public race there was if i'm not wrong they had kind of like a hiccup in their like first launch yeah yeah they did but after that they finally raised like 52 mil and of course these are their walls that are you know built on top of dopex they're like our olympus incubator partner and recently the proposal was passed to acquire 3.3% of Jones governance tokens in exchange for the roadmap and the kind of guidance that Olympus is going to provide them. Mm, super exciting. Yeah, I think touching on the initial hiccup, I think a bot had sniped the entire supply or, or something ridiculous. 
and then they what they ended up doing is they kind of like did a rerun and then i think what happened they had even in the most recent one people were oversubscribed so then they cut off kind of like everyone that had gone over the their kind of like target and then they had they're going to kind of reward them in a different way i think but yeah super exciting we're slowly starting to see the incubator arm start to kind of show itself in in like a diff- different facets whether it's like you know maybe not necessarily through like a it's not like at the forefront of everyone's mind but it's in the background you know all these like fee sharing agreements like you know percentage ownership in you know new primitives it's uh it's exciting stuff and next up we had fiat dow so olympus received five million dollars worth of fdt it was at about 20 cents at the time or a million dollars worth and fiat dow sent 4517 ohm that's roughly about 380,000 and then olympus will also receive a further five million dollar fdt vested um, over the next six months so initial and then the vested and then obviously fiat dow and olympus are always working closely on how to kind of unlock the underlying of um, v2 bonds and as we all know zeus is also advisor um, at fiat dow so a lot of uh, synergies going on at fiat and i would urge you to go follow them on twitter get your notifications on and make sure that you're kind of keeping up to date with everything going on uh, with that ecosystem as well Nice. And then we, of course, have this week's thread. So Indigo, one of the OG Omis, basically weighed in his opinion on what the high APY meant and what rebasing meant for Olympus versus what it meant for Olympus Forks. So basically, Olympus had a particular need for rebasing, whereas the Forks, uh, for the most part, did it as like a gimmick. And then they promised really, really explosive APY but of course they could not largely deliver upon that so drop do you want to touch on this yeah i think you, you i mean you touch on it you, you're on the right track exactly it's just like one of those things where like i think the idea of trying to like bootstrap a currency in this novel way is like unheard of right so it's like everyone who comes across the olympus mechanism doesn't understand it because it doesn't make sense there's nothing the way people understand things is they draw upon existing things there's nothing that exists that functions the way the olympus functions so people immediately draw upon similar things and the only thing that was similar to olympus were its forks and people were drawing upon forks as comparisons and forks were essentially scams and then through that kind of optics it, it kind of eroded away at, at, at like what olympus's goals were you know have and always have been um you know going like obviously like the the goal of becoming a you know, uh, a free floating digital reserve currency had been kind of boiled down to APY number big. You know, it was just like a, a bit of a joke at some point. But again, we can't, there was nothing we could do about that because, you know, this is an all open source environment. People can copy paste and, and add tweaks to where they desire. And, you know, I think and there was just a lot of froth in the market and i think we're starting to the dust is starting to settle from that wild time but yeah great great um thread by by indigo shout out indigo he's uh always working uh always uh, shipping new things within the engineering department so i just want to uh, give a shout out to him because he's working really hard right and i think that the optics really matter within DeFi. And uh, my problem is that even though most people realize that, hey, this looks kind of fishy, they still go for it because they think, oh, it's the Olympus model, not knowing that the Olympus model exists and 
it's backed by the treasury but not only the treasury it's also backed by the talent pool of the people that work for olympus dow so if you cannot fork olympus dow's workers then basically you cannot properly fork olympus dow and um, you know as itself and what happens is that most people basically get hurt this whole process of being tainted by association as i was reading about it as well that people tend to associate things and then they associate olympus with that kind of damage that happened to them and that's where the whole that's where the whole ponzu narrative comes from yeah i t- i totally agree with that yeah that thesis of like because there was so many things out that they actually were scams or rug pulls that then you know come full circle back to olympus and and kind of like damaged its reputation for no reason <laughs> even though we had nothing to do with that you know those endeavors again a tricky one but i think we've uh bared the brunt i think we're coming out on the other side i want to jinx it though <laughs> next up we have omi of the week sirs sirs has been i know for a fact sirs has been you know, a very active agora sub for a very long time always commenting always adding value uh on twitter discord uh wherever wherever they can to try and make things better you know to try and help our content uh improve i just want to like shout out all the people who do tune into this on a weekly basis it it really like when we're going through the analytics and, and looking at the amount of consistent downloads and and how it just continues to steadily rise we really appreciate the you know the time that people take and, and Zers is one of those people. So shout out Zers. Right. And then we have Meme of the Week by Grey Matter, The Last Stand. So it's basically like <laughs> an homage to all the Omis who kept holding on. Like uh, there was basically something akin to what a bloodbath would look like in a traditional war. But basically, Ohm was down. And in fact, the whole market was somewhere down. But a lot of people did not lose their conviction in Ohm, of course. Some people paper-handed, but then there were also workers who grinded double time. Like, I personally remember the mega meeting that happened within the DAO for pushing forth the Olympus 12 plan. And that was happening when FUD was on its peak on Twitter and to ignore the impulse and the temptation to reply to smack back and instead doubling down on the work that is being done. I think that just shows you that Olympus is basically a team of professionals. They show it with their work. They don't talk about it unless they've worked for it. hundred percent. I think putting our head down and working is, you know, is definitely what we started doing and you know, coming out of the Christmas period and ha- everyone having like a, it was just like also bad timing because it was like, I think for some people who celebrate Christmas, obviously not everyone does, but, you know, it was a time for people to kind of, you know, take a little bit off after a crazy six months. And, but then you also realize it's like, um, you know, there's not much you can do in these circumstances other than to let, you know, people be in pain and then just know that you're going to come out on the other side. I think that's it for, for the week psych did you i think we're gonna head to bits of the week what's your your bit of the week i've got a i've got a couple in mind but i'll let you go (laughs) right so my bit of the week is that i put out my goals for 2022 on twitter and the one that pertains to crypto is that i wish to learn solidity and it's going to be my first programming language so i'm really scared about how that turns out but i did it for the account accountability part (laughs) oh do you know what that's i think that's so powerful that kind of like social accountability it's like if you put it out there to someone and you know that someone's going to be looking at it you're like okay well i've just like psyops myself into doing something so i have to do it now 
yeah, super powerful. I mean, the solidity, look, I've been so lazy. I feel like I, you know, I always like start doing a little bit here and there, but I feel like I never fully have enough brain capacity to get into it. So I envy you, sir. I'll be, it looks like I'll be taking, taking lessons off you in, uh, in no time. Do you know what, my bit of the week, there was two. I was actually really excited about India officially legalizing or like recognizing the the fact that uh, crypto is a legitimate asset by introducing like a flat tax on all cryptocurrency gains. Uh, and I'm pretty sure you can't roll over losses to the, into, into other years, which is interesting actually, because uh, I mean, they just, I think it just makes their life a lot easier. I think it's like if they kind of went into things, if they were too complex with the way they tax it, then I think things would be uh, disastrous for them to kind of upkeep until they get the infrastructure in place to analyze it better. But that was really exciting because that's just like a, I don't think people understand the amount of talent that exists within India and also the, the drive to learn. I would say that it's basically the end game for a lot of these protocols because what most people do not understand what most people do not understand about india is that if you can convince people to sign up in india then it's game over you basically won the whole blockchain game because everybody is going to be using you right it's basically like the second most populous country out there people are really really scared to invest in crypto now of course they're going to be much more likely to invest but like uh, from the record as far as i remember there are you know, hardly like a hundred thousand people or like one million people that uh, even worry about crypto in particular and fewer than them are into DAOs. So mostly people understand trading, fewer still understand crypto mining. And I think only a very, very small percentage of the total amount of people who are into crypto actually know about DAOs. I totally agree with you there. I think there's, I think it's just waiting for like a, exponential growth period in in terms of adoption so very exciting there and then i guess on another front which is maybe more interesting is the fact that the irs won't be taxing staking gains which is interesting in america obviously a lot of omis prior to the migration they were still staked but they're receiving rebases which you know were kind of uh, up to discussion whether they were income or stock splits but it seems like, at least it seems, who knows what the IRS will actually do, but it seems like they're going to take a more of a like a blanket view on it and be like, as long as you don't sell the asset uh, and you've like continued to hold it, then it's not you're not going to get taxed on that. So I know a lot of people who are advocating for the stock split thesis will be happy. Don't trust what I'm saying. Don't take it as gospel, but go go do your own research and d- double check. Or obviously, see your accountants. Agora never offers financial advice, but... We try and offer you information. And I think without further ado, I think that is us for this week of News of the Week. It is uh, Friday, February the 4th. We will have uh, a very special interview of the week coming out on Monday. And of, of, of course, by the time this comes out, you would have already listened to our Twitter spaces. Um, and we've got another jam-packed week next week. Awesome. All right, Omis, uh, we'll see you in the next one. Catch you later. <laughs>